Hello and welcome to True Free Audio, episode number three, May 11th, 2008. Speaking through this tiny box, through wires where it's walks, strutting down browser blocks, worldwide transmission talk, fuzzy flicker FM balls, DRM dash to the balls, podcast broadcast signal no noise, global infinite internet choice, music channels get it all for free, major labels don't get me, contracts kiss my industry, I'll sing the system to its knees. This week in True Free Audio, I'm probably going to be rambling for most of the show, as not much happened this week in music news. But we still do have a featured artist. This week's featured artist is Screwjay, with the album Patterns and Lines. But first, the news. This week in the news... Not a whole lot happened. Uh, there were a few releases of new albums by various artists and some other very lightweight things. The RIAA was involved in a couple of lawsuits and whatnot, but the most interesting news tidbit from this last week is the RIAA expects DRM to make a very large comeback or to never actually go away, or that it hasn't actually gone away. They claim that even though that most of the labels are currently offering their music without DRM encoding, i.e. through the Amazon store, there's still going to be a demand for it in subscription services and other things on the internet like um, live streaming music or videos. Things where you don't actually buy the music. You're streaming it straight off the internet or in other cases where you're downloading unlimited numbers of songs, like the Zune plan, and you can do it relatively easily then. I mean, DRM is a very important part of that subscription option, because without it, you are basically paying a so certain amount to download forever. I mean, that's not bad, but it's not good either. DRM, I'm not going to say DRM is evil. No, that would be wrong of me, I guess you should call it. Digital rights management is important for artists. It's completely understandable why it's important. They need it. Without it, it's basically just an MP3 out there that no one has any rules over. And while that's not necessarily a bad thing, I mean, the Amazon Store is doing pretty well considering that they're offering DRM-free music at a lower cost, which is surprising that it's not caught on even more than it already has. But you have services like Last.fm, which stream music straight to your computer. While there's no true DRM on that, you are limited to where you can listen to it. I mean, you have to listen to it on the internet. That's the only place. So. I guess, in a sense, that could be considered digital rights management. But for subscription bases, I can see that the DRM is going to stay around for a much longer time. You're looking at things where if you don't pay a monthly fee or even a yearly fee, as the case may be for some people, 
your music is deleted. Now, I recant my statements that I made on the first episode in that I thought that subscription music would be gone forever. However, the Zune system, which is a very interesting system, might I add, allows you to keep your song, keeps basically playlists of what you've listened to, and it's very easy to get your music back. So I don't, I can see it actually working out with the Zune platform. The iPod platform would need a little bit more robustness. Probably the Touch would be the first one we'd see that implemented on, but who knows? Maybe the iPhone, the iPhone and the Touch would be the first ones because they have direct internet access. So then you wouldn't have to worry about third-party handlers cracking the DRM, and then you get unlimited downloads. But at the same time, I can imagine also that the current affair of the digital rights management is the way of the dinosaur, so to speak. It's slowly going extinct, it just doesn't know it is. DRM in the sense that the RIAA is currently throwing it out as is not a feasible option for the future. Encoding music with management inside the actual file is a great way to stop piracy if you can not have the file stripped of that DRM. However, if you can find a way in which to get information to a device without the use of third-party applications that requires authentication by the device and not by the actual song or the distributor, then you can start looking at digital rights management that is hardware-based and not software-based. In that sense, it would make it impossible to download music without, with DRM, without having your device capable of, down, capable of sending the DRM decryption codes. Now, I'm sure pirates would find a way around that, but it would definitely deter a lot of piracy. If you're a piece of hardware, let's take for example the Zune. If you somehow hack the Zune, but let's say it requires a special code that if it is hacked is disabled, then whenever you were going to download the music for your subscription service or whatever, it won't let you do it because that Zune is now cracked and it's no longer a viable, a legal platform for that subscription option. Now, I could easily see people taking that to court, saying that what they buy, it's their rights to be able to modify it, and as long as, the, as, long as it's worded correctly in a EULA, or an end-user license agreement, that the device has a subscription option only if it remains standard, in that you don't install any hacks onto it or modify it in any uh, modify the hardware or software in any way outside of fair use policies now that could stop a lot of piracy right there imagine having all of your music on a device instead of on your computer while this seems like a bad thing for a lot of people currently iPods do that it's very difficult to get music off of an iPod I mean it's doable you can strip the music off pretty easily if you have the right application but let's say for example that music is now um, encoded in a specific language format a specific DRM language format that cannot be played 
the file itself does not have a piece in it that says, okay, I can't be played on this computer, and, and that file information can't be cracked, what's on it is now it's a different set of bits and bytes that uses a very complex algorithm that would, only that device would be able to utilize. And it would change depending on devices. It would be based off, let's say, uh, internal serial code or something like that. Something that an end user would not be able to easily find or use. And as such, it would basically stop downloading pirates, download pirates in their tracks trying to figure a way around that. While it may not necessarily be the greatest platform out there, and I can see a lot of people saying that they want their music on their computers, on their iPods, and they want to be able to access it anywhere, there's definitely a market for those people. And to be honest, if a pirate wants to get something, they're going to get find a way around it. That's all there is to it. It's the same thing as if you're marked for a pickpocket. You can put up the best security around yourself. You can put your stuff in secured zipper pockets with padlocks on them. If a pickpocket wants what's in your pocket, they're getting what's in your pocket. It doesn't matter what's around it. Same thing if a scam artist comes up to you. If they want to scam you, they will scam you every time. They're professionals. They do it for a living. They know how to get around it. It just may take a while, but they will do it. They have the patience. Now that was this week's news. Um, as I said earlier, there wasn't a whole lot happening this week. So I might just delve straight into the featured artist or I might talk for a little bit. I mean, who knows? For the most part, I guess I might as well go into the featured artist. I mean, there's no real reason not to. This week's featured artist, like I said earlier, is Screwjay with the album Patterns and Lines. Now, I also received a few comments earlier in the week saying how asking people how they can get this music, so I'll cover that later. But first, Screwjay. Screwjay is an electro-chill-out artist, basically. Um, it's very down-tempo, electronic beat stuff. So, it's a lot like what I've had on earlier. Uh, let's see. Revolution Void was kind of like that, though they were more jazzy than anything else. JT Bruce, also pretty relaxed. So... You're probably noticing a pattern. I kind of like the low, down-tempo, soft music. I'm not a really big hardcore, grindcore, heavy rock. Well, that's a lie. I do kind of like heavy rock. but You get my point. If it got a good beat, I'll listen to it. That's simple. But patterns and lines... Patterns and lines, rather by Scrooge is a fairly recent album I do believe it's been downloaded 6,000 times so not that old it was released November 21st 2007 so it's kind of newish oldish in an oldish newish way the reviews for it are pretty sound most of them being fives or four and a halfs so, it looks like a decent album. 
I have listened to a few of the songs. I'm not going to lie, I didn't get a chance to listen to the entire album, even though the entire album is 14 minutes and 33 seconds long, and I have songs that are three times that length. I just actually, hmm, not going to lie to you, I just forgot about the album. I put it in my Now playlist, and it didn't actually get to any of the songs. So, what we're going to be listening to is original for me as well. The first song I'll play today is Behind the Line by Screwjay in Patterns and Lines.
I was behind the lines, or behind the line rather, by Screw J from Patterns and Lines. Like I said earlier, it's a pretty downbeat, kind of, sort of, chilling, relaxing, pretty good music. We'll just put it that way, it's good music. Up next uh, is hmm, Line of Sight. Line of Sight is the third track in the album. So let's take a listen. Thank you. 
That was Line of Sight by Screwjay from the album Patterns and Lines. Now, I will briefly discuss the various ways you can download this music, because as I said earlier, I had a few comments on people wondering how they can get the music, and I had to actively distribute the song, which I dislike doing. So the easiest way I find to download this music is to go to gemendo.com. There is a link to Gemendo on my website on the right-hand side, about three-quarters of the way down the page. should be the... It says ways to get music. Or rather... Hang on. Creative Commons Music Sites, and the first one there is Gemendo, where it's is where I've been getting most of these songs from because it has a great interface for it. Uh, it's perfectly designed for discovery. It even has a discover something on the right, upper right corner of the, of the thing that has a little play track and whatnot. Now at Gemendo.com, it's very easy. Uh, you sign up. Sign up is the easiest way. Trust me, it's worth it. It costs nothing. You get a free playlist starring system that you can use. It's basically a Web 2.0 property for Creative Commons music. And it follows the basic Web 2.0 rules. It has the site's main purpose, and it has a community behind that main purpose that you can share and discover and communicate with other people, that whole 2.0 deal. But once you sign up, and it's a very painless process, it's like all other sign-up things in the world, basically, you go there, you give them your email address, they send you a confirmation, you click the link, and you're done, basically. You've now signed up, and you're officially there. There's two ways to go about finding music on here. The first one is to simply go there and or go to my site and click the links that I put for the featured artist. That'll take you directly to the artist slash album page where the songs are located. And on that page, there's a play and download button. Play will bring up a separate window, which has a little mini player inside of it, and you can go through the individual tracks and listen to them as they stream down. Or you can click download, which is right next to play. It's in big purple lettering, and you can't miss it. The background's white. But you click download. It brings up a second window. And on it, it says connecting to server, blah, 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 blah. And you download. It's that simple. It's rather effortless, actually. And it's very easy to get a lot of very good music that way. I also recommend exploring Gemendo maybe once or twice a week, going there, refreshing the page a few times, looking at the Discover blah little sidebar that they have. Looks like a little micro player. If you see something you might like to listen to, you hit the play button, it brings up a second window with the album in it, and you start listening. But Gemendo is my first go-to place. Uh, there's CC Mixer. CC Mixer. Mixter, rather, I forgot the T, is similar to Gemendo. The only real difference is its layout. It's less Web 2.0 based and more, how should I put it, less 
it's got less of a community, but more of hmm, more organization, I guess you could call it. It's got a lot of things that you won't find on Gemendo, uh, mostly because CC Mixer has a lot of things that podcasters can use in their stuff. So it's got people talking and all kinds of weird and wondrous Creative Commons stuff. The third site I have listed on is Podsafe Audio. Now, Podsafe Audio, again, like Jumendo and like CC Mixter, it has a lot of different types of music on it than either of the other two. So, combined, they really perform rather well when utilized. Podsafe Audio also has the lovely advantage of having little stuff for podcasters and other things. You can search by genre, rating, artists, artists by genre, region, even uh, go through and create stuff. It's got co collaborations in it, so it's a pretty decent site for that kind of thing. But if you have any questions at all about downloading any of these songs that I've put up, or any of the artists that I've put up, or anything of that manner, or you have questions about the communities or whatnot, don't, feel free to email me. Uh, I'll put my email address in the show notes. But feel free to email me, ask me your questions, whatnot. Leave comments. I do enjoy comments. And I'm sure not only I like comments, the artists that I say like comments. So if you like a particular album and you go and download it, feel free to write a review on that or to comment on, say, where you got it and tell people about me. Remember, word of mouth is, pro is the only way to distribute a pro to promote anything, really. Um, you can talk of advertisement, get people talking about something, and then they go off and tell other people and so on and so on, and it ends up just being word of mouth based on something they've seen. Because if you don't hear about it, you're probably not going to know about it, and you're probably not going to like anything involving it. And that's why I do this entire podcast, really, to get people to find these wonderful artists who have great talent, but choose not to distribute through standard means, using the whole advertising campaign that's behind a lot of major labels, getting promoted through major labels, getting their CDs out in major stores for basically pennies. All they have to do is take a cut from their songs. But these artists choose to distribute their stuff basically for free. So go out there, gather some information, and distribute it with your friends. Tell people about this podcast, about the music you're listening to. Get some, get some words out there, you know? Word of mouth is powerful. And pretty soon, once you get the world talking, it's better for the world. Once events take place, once social grass move, grassroots movements start to take place, they can't be stopped. It's that simple. So, this week, whenever you listen to this, it could be this sun, could be listening to it within the next 20 or 30 minutes as I get this uploaded and on the web. 
or you could be listening to it next this next Monday, the 12th or the 13th or even the 15th. But if you like, but just tell people. It doesn't matter when you listen to something or how you listen to it or even if you listen to it. Well, I guess that is kind of important, never mind. You can you need to listen to something to understand what it's about, I guess. But feel free to sit there and absorb this information, but take a little bit of it to heart. Remember that these artists do this stuff for fun, basically. But also remember that even though they're doing it and they don't get paid, and they're just doing it to get their stuff known, if no one knows about them, then it's bad for that person, then it's bad for them, because then no one will be able to do anything about it. If you're sitting there and you've distributed something on the internet, if you've ever posted an image on Facebook or Photo Bucket or MySpace or whatever you use, Friendster for those older people in the audience that actually remember Friendster when it was huge, but for those of you who have ever put anything on the internet or have ever had a social web 2.0 property like a MySpace or a Facebook or something like that, remember how good it felt whenever someone would comment you, whenever you had the, your first or second friend request or whenever your friend request started coming in like crazy because people were talking about you and you feel like you had friends in the world and that whole kind of thing. That's what these artists, that's what everyone feels. If you put up music on the internet and it gets two downloads, I mean, you don't feel that bad. That's two people that, two other people that have heard it. But if those two people tell their, all of their friends, or even two of their friends, pretty soon you have 16 downloads, 32 downloads, and millions and millions of downloads. And before you know it, you're a major independent record label publishing your own music, selling it for, for basically nothing and making more money than Aerosmith does on a concert tour. But if no one talks about it, then you're stuck in your mother's basement writing music on sh sheets of notebook paper while studying for college entrance exams in Europe. And I'm sure no one actually wants to do that. And so, with that, I'd like to thank you for listening to True Free Audio. Tune in next Sunday where I will discuss episode 4, as music news is ever-changing and it is impossible to predict what will happen even in the near future. But thank you for listening. Have a good night.